Cinema. Welcome back to War of Cinema. I'm your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is... Par the Collector. What's up, everybody? And I gave you 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, man. Uh, I just want to start off this this episode by saying that I fucking love John Goodman. Yes. He is a national treasure, and he is a goat in the acting world, in my opinion. Agreed. Name me one John Goodman role that wasn't good. I don't think I can, actually. I was actually we talked thinking about, about this. That. We talked about this last week. You know, because he's not in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not in. And when we talked about a lot of the movies that he was in on that episode, uh, some of them he's not in quite a bit. Right. But whatever scene he in, he takes the attention and he makes it his. Yes. And I think that's what makes him a great and a goat. Right. In my opinion. One- this movie is the same. He does not disappoint with his acting skills at all. I was going to say, um, this is the second time I've seen this movie. I am glad we do this podcast now because I go back and rewatch movies that I enjoy. That's what I'm saying. When I was picking out the movie to bring you for mm-hmm. this week or next week, you know what I mean? Right. I was like, you know, I've seen all these, but like, I don't know them well enough to like go into them blind. So yes. I have to watch them again before I give them to you. So this one that I brought you is the one I feel most comfortable with. If I can't find it again, mm-hmm. I know it well enough in my head that, that I could talk about it, but I, I'm sure I'll find it. But yeah. I'm just saying like, I got to watch the, I'm going to have to pregame ahead of time. Right. And I was saying that because I've only seen 10 Cloverfield Lane once mm-hmm. and I watched it again for this podcast and I'm glad because I got to really appreciate John Goodman's performance in this one because the first time you watch it you're just trying to figure out the movie like where is it going what is it doing but then you watch it the second time you're like all right I know what's going to happen so I can appreciate the nuances and it makes me appreciate John Goodman as an actor because he is phenomenal like the the thing he's going for he hits it the nail on the head dude he he carried this movie a hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the- I stopped giving a shit as soon as he stops being in it. Like, <laughs> honestly, uh, old uh, girl. Uh, she's a good actor. I was going to say, she's the like girl her. from Scott Pilgrim, but she's I can't remember. Sky High, bro. Oh yeah. She's the lady. From, she's, like the, she's the villain from Sky. High. You've never seen Sky High. No, I love that fucking movie, dude. What it's a, it? it's a Disney movie. Oh, that's why. Not a, it's a superhero movie, but it's not a Marvel superhero movie. Mm hmm. Kurt Russell's in it, dude. I feel like I've heard. Oh, I got a present for you. Kurt Russell plays the superhero, Superman in that movie. Mary Elizabeth Winston. She's great. Winstead. She's a great actor. She is a great actress. Um, I love her in Scott Pilgrim. So she is good in that. Um, she's got very pretty eyes too, like an anime character. So yeah, very big eyes. Um, so what is this movie even about? <sighs> it is a sequel to. Uh... No. <laughs> so um, before we get into that. Uh, since you brought it up, this movie was originally going to call the cellar or the cell room or something like that. But JJ Abrams didn't think it would, uh, it was, it would, he thought it would be better if they marketed it as Cloverfield. So you put the name Cloverfield in it to get more marketability, which is actually pretty smart because I don't think anybody would have seen this movie otherwise. Yeah, but I feel like it turned people off because they eventually had to connect it to that shit. Yeah, yeah. they had to connect it to the worst franchise in fucking history. I liked the first one. Oh my God, bro. I worked at a fucking movie theater and it was a discounted movie theater, bro. (laughs) And nobody came to watch that fucking shit box. For $2, people wouldn't take an hour and a half out of their time. (laughs) 
I like. I liked it because I watched it for free and want my money back. <laughs> <laughs> they, I get it. It was at the time where the found footage shit. And, uh, yeah, it was before that time, and I mean, it is just a Godzilla movie, but it's a new, it's a not, it's an interesting. The take. monsters aren't even cool. Yeah, but they're not seen most of the way. That's the anticipation. Yeah. It made you feel like you were there watching it with them, and what it would feel like to actually be there on the ground as this monster is like destroying the city. I don't know. It was a new take. It was something different. Right. So I appreciated it. I get it. Um, but. So this is not like a direct sequel. It doesn't. No. Act, it doesn't really have anything. T- There's one little Easter egg that ties them together. It's kind of like in split. The movie. It's, it really is. Yeah, it's like yeah, split. That's a good example. You have no idea that it follows a, a thing until then. Right. So. Um, so yeah, it's a loose, loosely connected to. So, but what is the movie about? Since okay, about so a girl leaves her boyfriend. <clears throat> right. They get into a fight about something. Mm-hmm. She leaves, leaves her wedding ring or engagement ring and the key to the house. And she takes a bottle of liquor. I'm glad you said that because I was going to be like, uh, of course, uh, it's the whole fucking (laughs) third act, dude. I can't (laughs) leave that out. Anyway, she takes a whole bottle of liquor and some sketchbooks because she wants to make fashion Mm -hmm. and she's going somewhere. Yeah. And, um, stops at the gas station, realize someone's being watching her. She's being sketched out so driving mm-hmm. and uh somebody runs her off the road mm-hmm. and then she wakes up in a uh saw type like you know room chain she's like a medieval ankle or a knee brace yeah yeah that's somebody to the fucking wall yeah it's a rail that's connected to the wall yeah for real she, and there she's sleeping on like a pallet like a real deal prisoner <laughs> And uh, she's hooked up to an IV that's like duct taped together out of like a crutch and some other shit. (laughs) So she freaks out, which here's my thing. Like, I get it. You would be freaked the fuck out. You wake up in somebody's basement. You don't know where the fuck you're you're at. Chained up. You're hooked up to an IV. You don't know what the fuck's going into you. But then when you see that they fixed your leg and they took the time to hook you up to fluids. Like, obviously, they were keeping you alive for the time being. So, like, I don't think, like, after the initial shock, I would have been like, all right, well, I'm still fucking freaking out because I'm worried about what the fuck's going on. But, like, at least I know this person kept me alive for a reason. I think it's because I think the female perspective is different. Oh, yeah. Like, for as sure. a male. Oh, yeah, yeah. We but as feel, a female, yeah. you're yeah. like, what the fuck is he about to do to me? Like, I'm he's going to be his like little sex slave. Like, that's how that's what I was thinking well, I mean, was going through her her head. Kind of what he was, <laughs> kinda what he was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's why she was a little freaked out more than we probably would have been as males. And then you see John Goodman come in and set some breakfast down. Mm hmm. And uh, tells her that she needs to eat and she needs fluids. And uh, he saved her life. And she should thank him for saving his life, for Mm -hmm. her life. And then he uh, walks back out of the room. And she tries to pull her cell phone and keys and all that shit. And she sets the, uh, she tries to set the place on fire. She takes her shirt, sets it on fire, puts it in the ventilation system. Oh, right, because she's like trying to pull him in the room, mm-hmm. get his attention to come into the room again. And he comes back in there and tells her that she needs rest. She needs fluids. Well, she tries to stab him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she crush. whittles She whittles the damn thing down. <laughs> he goes back in there and she gets knocked out pretty much. So the whole thing is 
John Goodman abducted her after the car accident, and now they are in a bunker. Well, and he says that there's there's something there was an attack, right? She doesn't know that at first, though. I know. She he just says that there was a biological attack, mm-hmm. and that he see was on his way to his cell his bomb shelter and saw her, yeah, and saved her life, right? Then later on in the movie, because. He's like, you don't believe me that there's something out there? Like, you think I'm lying? And he takes her up there, and he had these two pigs. Oh, right, right. And they ate the fuck up with some kind of, like, chemical shit, like, you know. (laughs) But you also see that there's blood on the side of his truck. Right. It looks like he ran something over. Yeah, and that's, like, the last thing she remembered was seeing that truck at the gas station Mm -hmm. and then being hit. Because he says... He then he admits to her, I was trying to get around you because I knew that this was happening, the attack was happening, and I needed to get here. I wasn't being myself, and I accidentally hit you. He goes, and I felt bad, so I saved your life. Right. He goes, but now you're safe, and I saved your life. Like so, you should we're even. Like that's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm gonna let you stay here with me. The. the- the thing I was saying about John Goodman's acting is you can like he's playing that guy that's a little <laughs> off his rocker. He's crazy, but it's like necessary. You think it's like necessary crazy yeah. or like he's just misunderstood crazy. Right. It's that you're a little awkward. Like you're not bad. I get why you're, you're little- why you have a bomb shelter and why you're down here. But like it saved your life. Mm-hmm. So I'm also thankful for that. Like that's what I was leading to at first. Yeah. You could tell she's completely fucking freaked out. And then right. like the first thing he tells her is like. Everybody you know is dead. Like, the air is toxic as shit. You'll die if you go out there. And then he shows her the pig. And then that lady shows well, up. Well, they, uh, they're having dinner. And then she plots her escape. And she smacks him over the head with a bottle. And then she tries to get out, takes his keys. And that's when she sees the lady that's fucking <laughs> burnt alive, it looks like. Try it, uh, begging to get let into the bomb shelter. The fucking door. That shit freaked me out. Could you imagine? Yeah. Well, it kind of pissed me off because, like, I thought they were going to leave that open at the end, and I was like, I'm about to be pissed, but then she had to put the shit back on. <laughs> so I was like, all right, all right, because that, that's unexplainable. Because they didn't, you know what I mean? All we saw was the pigs and the lady. Like, why mm-hmm. ain't everybody like that? Yeah. She took her shit off, you know? Right. I'm jumping ahead. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so she's the lady, and then he's just like, you see, I'm not lying. Like, we have to stay down here. Like, we have to make it work. And then, like, they kind of, like, all become, like, not like a family or nothing, but, like, they get They're making the best of it. Right. They're making puzzles and shit. They're listening right. to music. Like The one thing that I love about, this is a very, like, simple story. You have. We've completely forgotten to mention the guy. There's a dude, Emmett. I figured he would come across. Yeah, there's another guy in there with him, and he said he. He helped build the bomb shelter for John Go- with John Goodman. Right, and he said when everything was going down, he wanted to. He begged John Goodman to let him in. He was coming in as he. I guess he had already got her out of the car, but like he was trying to get in. He right, like broke, his broke his arm trying in. Right. Um. But what I was saying is, I love how simple the story is. It's like you take these three characters mm-hmm. and you put them in a room essentially, and you just let them, you know, let the story play <laughs> out. And it's so smart to have like John Goodman is the antagonist here. And the girl is the protagonist, but she's like a tiny girl against this like huge man. It's yeah. like, I don't know, from a, st- a storytelling perspective, I love that dynamic. You know, what's weird. It's like right after this movie, he started losing a shit ton of weight. Yeah. This is like, I'm his, sure he was like, this is like one of his last fat movies. Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure. 
Uh, the gambler, he was pretty big. Oh yeah, he got big. Again. He got big. Uh, I think these were about the same time, maybe a couple years. I don't know. I actually don't remember when this came out. I feel like this is like a oh eight, oh nine, maybe. I don't know, but I know when the gambler was re- relatively recent, two thousand fifteen, two thousand sixteen. So that was only a couple years ago, and he was pretty big. Well, he's skinny as shit now. Is he? Yeah, I believe it. Yeah, Good he's on him. that. He's on that Connors show because they got they still doing it without Roseanne. Oh yeah, is he <laughs> yeah. really? I didn't know he was on that. Yeah, he he looks so much different. It's crazy. Oh, this came out in sixteen. So yeah, I guess you were right. I didn't realize it came out so recently. I really thought that was way later, way earlier rather. Anyway. So I yeah, never they, saw this one. That's why I said when, when you said this one, I was like, is that a fucking sequel? And you're like, kind of, but not really. <laughs> so, yeah, they're and playing I know nice. Why. They're playing nice. And, uh, right. And, and uh, she, he keeps mentioning this girl, Megan, which is, and she's like, is that your daughter? And he's like, yeah. Right. He's like, these are her magazines. These are her this. this these are that. her clothes. These are this and that. Yeah. <sighs> well, later on, he starts feeling like, warming up to her a little bit not the man so much like he adds like the entire time that Emmett is just like a pain in the ass like mm-hmm. he doesn't want him there and uh he freaks the fuck out every time like he gets they get too chummy or any of that because he knows they're like plotting on his ass because mm-hmm. it's just him and like a little uh 38 special that's the only security now john goodman's a big size guy but he is an older gentleman yeah he's got this little six shooter Snub no six shooter and he knows everything in and out and he's like pretty much it's kind of a shitty thing because if you thought about it in worst case doomsday scenario if you were fortunate enough to get saved by a crazy motherfucker it's kind of like are you grateful or are you like you don't care because like everything you've ever loved or knew like is gone like I wouldn't I mean that would suck but I was more so thinking about could I live in that bunker like obviously I could on a you know practical level, but like you only had because he has a VCR and he has a few like movies or whatever. So he had DVDs too. Yeah, but I mean it's not like he has a plethora of them. He has a few. But then I was trying to think like how miserable I would be down there, just stuck in this room. Two other people I don't really care for. They have nothing but Ben Affleck movies, right? And then you're just like waiting. <laughs> I would just kill myself. I'd just walk outside. Hey, can uh, can I get one of those bullets from that fucking six shooter on your waist there? Exactly. But you're just waiting for your food to run out, essentially. Well, that's what he said. Like, I'm prepared. I mean, he's prepared, but... You've seen that he had, you like... You can't go farming, so it's going to run out eventually. Well, that was the thing. He had little plants growing and stuff. Yeah. Like, he had, like, sustainable life. Like, I, yeah, but it's not... I don't know. You're right. It would not have lasted forever, but it looked like he was good for a year or two. Yeah, exactly. You're good down there for a year or two, but could you imagine living in like a little house? I also think that's why he did what he did, you know, because he knew that it wasn't going to feed three people near as long because he was a big fucking guy, too. That's true. I didn't even think about that, but that dinner scene's what really threw me off Mm -hmm. or is what kind of made me think like, oh, okay, he's he's a sick fuck. Because, like, he's like, this is the best sauce I've ever had. And John Goodman's like, are you trying to be funny? Mm-hmm. He goes, nobody likes your comedy here. He goes, we want you to be quiet at a table. <laughs> he's like, oh, man. And he's like, I'm serious. He's like, I could be dead right now. He's like, you saved my life. Like, you let me stay here. He's like, it's the best thing I've ever had. 
It's like just trying to tell him, like, I appreciate it. Like, I know you didn't want me here, but like, thank you for saving me. And he's just kind of like not having it. Yeah. Right um, then I was like, yeah, you don't want him there. <laughs> well, John Goodman wants to have what he had before because he had a daughter and he had a wife and he lost them. So I think he's trying to recreate that here. He wants her to be his daughter. You know what I mean? Because she looks a lot like her. Ah. Same like build. No, I don't think that's what it was. I think that's what it was. No, see. Well, see, he, he gave her, her daughter, his daughter's clothes. It wasn't his daughter. <laughs> you don't remember that part? But. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, yeah, I guess he wanted to be his daughter, but like, you want to fuck your daughter? I guess. Like, uh, that, <laughs> you think that's, that's what it was? I mean, clearly, like dude, that picture of them on the couch. Mm-hmm. That is a one girl that is clearly being fucking kept captive. Like, I mean, being kept captive, but I don't think he's using her as like a sex slave. I think. What else the fuck are they going to do down there? Uh, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's like, to, that girl went missing two years ago. Like he'd been keeping her down there for years. <laughs> he wasn't fucking her at all. Come on, bro. Like, <laughs> Not if it's he think, if he wants her to be his daughter. I don't think that was the angle he was you don't going think for. So? No, because he kept saying Megan, like Megan, like, I don't know. Uh, that wasn't the vibe I got from it. <laughs> You're taking it a lot darker. I don't know, man. Like that's how good his acting is. Like, right. So the uh, the the little mechanical air duct thing is messing up. Mm. And for okay, this is poor planning or poor poor. Uh, yeah, you're a big motherfucker, dude. And the only way is like this tiny little. <laughs> that's the only shaft. way you can get to it. <laughs> that's dumb as shit. Yeah. yeah. So she has to climb through the air duct to fix to turn on the to reset the air flow filter thing whatever it is and she discovers an earring and someone scratched help me on the 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 outside view thing you know what you know what it was i just thought of you know what made me know that he wanted to be with her romantically and not as a father-daughter what was when after he can i just say it what we're getting to the part anyways like anyways they start noticing shit's just wrong, and she goes up into the air vent, right? Yeah. She has to fix it, but while she's up there, she notices that there's like a whole bunch of other shit that she hadn't seen. Yeah. She sees some supplies, and then she sees a ladder that goes up to a, a like a chute or like yeah. a, a a hatch. Yeah. You know, and it's got a little window, and she just sees the sky, and she hasn't seen the sky in a little bit, so mm-hmm. she just goes up there to look at it, and then she notices it looks like something's been scratched. Into the window, and it's help, and, you know, all that. And then she goes down there, and what was it she finds? It's like a nail or a necklace or an earring or something. Yeah, that's why I said it was an earring. It was an earring? Okay. And that's how you find out that, like, she thinks that that's his daughter. Like, oh, he killed his daughter. Mm -hmm. And he's like, no, that's a girl, Brittany. I went to high school with her. Right. Like, she went missing a couple years ago. Nobody ever knew. They just assumed she left town. Mm-hmm. And he'd be keeping her in that basement. Well, so they start playing in their escape together. Right. And they're like, look, we're going to get his gun. We're going to tie him up. We'll make one suit. Make it for you because you can fit through everything and you get out. Mm-hmm. And find help and come back and get me. Okay. John Goodman finds out that, uh, finds him or something sneaking around and. He says, help me take this barrel into the bathroom. And they go in there and he takes the lid off and he's like, when it comes to biolog- anything biological, he goes, it'll take it down to the bone. Mm-hmm. Almost on contact. 
and uh, he pulls the gun out and he goes, you got one chance to tell me the truth. Mm-hmm. What were you doing? And the guy Emmett, you know, he's trying to save her life. So he's like, it was all me. I'm sorry. You know, uh, like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really sorry. And he's like, thank you for apologizing. And he shoots him right in the fucking head. Right. And, uh, she, of course, freaks the fuck out. And he's like trying to comfort her and console her. And he's like, it's okay. This is how it was supposed to be. It's just you and me now. We're going to be happy. You know, you should go to your room. You don't need to see this. You don't seem to see this next part because he's going to dissolve this motherfucker in acid. <laughs> right. But I still don't see where you're saying that it's. I'm getting there. You're getting there. <laughs> so a couple hours later, she's looking at this dude's wallet and he has this really good scene where he's like, I was all state and fucking track three years in a row and I kept showing everybody this bus ticket and I'm getting out of here on a full ride to Louisiana Tech and. I just got so scared that I wasn't going to be able to make anything of myself. So I just drank myself into a stupor and didn't go. And Mm -hmm. I didn't get on the next bus or the one after that. And I just never left this town and I would just, I regret it. You know, I just wish I'd have gone. And then she goes into a stupid story about seeing a a little girl get hit and didn't do anything about it. Like hers made no fucking sense to her (laughs) plot. Like I I still don't know why they told that. It's like filler for his, I guess. But his story, but then of course she's sitting there with the fucking bus ticket that mm-hmm. he's had folded up in his wallet forever. And, you know, she clearly had grown attached to the guy being down there with him as long as they were. Yeah. So she's like in double focus mode now to like get that suit done so she can get the fuck out of there. Well, he comes down there and he's cleanly shaved. He's in a suit. He wants to look nice. Like a suitor. Yeah. He's like... So-and-so didn't like cones. She thought they were too messy. And he's like, but we can do whatever we want now. And, like, it made me feel like he was like, you're my wife now. Like, you're my lady now. No, I still think it's the daughter. Yeah, dude, I don't know. When he shaved and looked all like, like, that's somebody, that's something you do for a woman you're trying to impress. I see what you're saying. Not do that. that for, like, you know. Oh, I want to like hang out and fucking watch TV and put build puzzles and shit. <laughs> that's not what that says to me. Fair. I don't know. But, uh, yeah. So she, uh, he sees the little teeny little bit of, uh, that and she put the mask up in the vent cause she mm-hmm. knew she was going to go to the vent. Right. And of course he's a smart motherfucker. He knows something's up. Why is this loose? Mm-hmm. And then he sees a little bit, throws the mattress. Well, she does the smartest thing she could do in the fucking movie. She grabs a suit, runs in there, locks him up. And, uh, he, that's the thing. Like. It didn't look like it had a key on the inside. She locked the fucking door. How did he get out of that? Like, You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what I was kind of wondering too. But the way it latches, I think, yeah, I don't know. So she goes in there to get that because uh, that was like one of the things he taught her was, you know, I was on the Navy ship and when they wouldn't let us overwork us, we'd freeze the lock, the doorknob off and then the sergeant or whoever would have to stay in the fucking bathroom for like an hour or two mm-hmm. until he could get out. So she remembered that. So she got the can of uh, CO2 or whatever it is. Yeah. And that's there's one lock between her and freedom if she can just get to it. She's got her suit. And then, of course, she comes, turns around. And he's like, I fucking saved you. I did this. Da, 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 da. Like, you can't do this. And well, before that, she dumps the. No, no, I'm getting to that. Yeah. So she's like, she's like, yeah, this is how I thank you. And she fucking kicks over 
the thing of acid. Oh, okay, yeah. And here's the thing. If it t- fucking breaks you down to bone and all that, he got a lot of fucking face, bro. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Because he showed him on all fours mm-hmm. up to his fucking elbows in that shit. Right. I'm just saying. I think it would have looked cooler, too, if it had been, like, half John Goodman, half skull face, like, just, like, two-face, you know what I mean? I was going to say, like, Christopher Nolan's yeah, two-face. Yeah, that would have been cool as shit, right. not going to lie. <laughs> budget. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> well, I mean, shit, John Goodman probably got two-thirds of the budget for this movie, let's be honest. He <laughs> earned it. He earned every fucking penny of it, in, right. my opinion, in, in my opinion. So there's the big chase scene, and then, like, here's my whole thing. Why didn't you just pull the vent down? She's crawling to freedom and he's mm-hmm. just stabbing through the fucking thing. Like, yeah. just, just you're a big guy. Pull it down. That's what I was thinking, too. Yeah. It, you know, I don't know. Movies. Maybe you couldn't get a hold of it. Yeah. Movie. Movies. Right. Well, I mean, half his arm probably dissolved from fucking acid. <laughs> he probably wasn't in the best of shape to do it. Right. But the like the last thing he says to her before she like leaves his ass down there is. uh, um, it, It's OK. I'll, you just stay. You, you don't know what's out there. You don't know what's out there. Mm-hmm. She thinks he's just making the shit up, so he goes out there and she gets the bio suit on and she looks around and she sees fucking birds flying and she's yeah. like, the fucking air's not toxic. She takes the mask off. Well, then she thinks it's like a fucking helicopter, I guess. And then as it makes a turn, <laughs> oh, that's what it is. The bunker fucking explodes because yeah, yeah, the yeah. acid hits the electric and then it just chain reaction but it's all underground so it takes a minute for it to fucking blow up mm-hmm. and then it mushroom clouds and then uh what you think is a helicopter is actually an alien space monster ship mm-hmm. thing yep with the scout body tube or tentacle tentacle yeah 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 because i had two tentacles that yeah. had yeah. it's it was almost like half mechanical half it looked you know. like fucking Brainiac ships from uh, <laughs> Injustice, if I'm yeah. being honest. Right. And it's got a mouth. Anyways. <laughs> so she sees the truck. She tries to get in the truck. Um, it releases this gas, which I was like, I said, thank God they did that. Because I'm like, what What killed the pigs? What killed the lady? Like, what fucked them up like that? So it was toxic, but it's just a very, like... But it was like a weapon. Human pesticide. Re- yeah, it's pretty much what it was. They yeah. were just spraying with whatever was left alive. They just went in and killed. All right. And uh, that one bottle of liquor, baby. <laughs> <laughs> they she, brought it back. She got the keys. She got the keys off the lady. And, uh, you know, the car is still sitting there. And uh, she she gets in the truck to get away from the tentacle, and it uh it tries to eat her mm-hmm. in the truck, and then she does a Molotov cocktail, a John McClane action, and throws it into the mouth. Great aim, by the way. Yeah, yeah. that's a good, easily fifty feet. She threw that bitch yeah, directly probably- above, <laughs> no wind, <laughs> nothing like that. Just directly into the fucking mouth. Right. Like she's Kobe in the fourth quarter. She's got it. That's <laughs> like, so I said, bro. After he dies, I literally gave no fucks. I was just like, this movie could have ended and it would have been way better. If she just got out and saw some spaceships, go to go to camera right then. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, a lot of people say that, but I, I have to... Politely. But it sets up the third one. <laughs> it's not even that. Okay, so... um. Some people say, like, this movie was probably just supposed to be them in the bunker and then her getting out. Like, there was no alien 
I'm sorry, I, I didn't mean to try to break you up, but I just felt like it was a more grounded story, mm-hmm. and like you were rooting for her because of like, like the, to survive. Just the John Goodman aspect of it was yeah. survival. Like, fuck, she finally, you know, like you, you got relief. Oh, she made it out, thank mm-hmm. God. And now the air's not talking. Oh God, thank God, it's gonna work out for this poor girl. Like we've watched her suffer for an hour and thirty minutes. Like, thank God, she's gonna get, at least get out of there. And then, like I said, if you show the spaceships, it's like, well, fuck, the poor thing didn't really get out, but at least she's out of that hell. Right. But I think well, the thing is, is at the beginning of the movie, she's she's running away from her problems, right? Right. She gets sucked into this John Goodman world that she has to get out of. Um, but and then the alien aspect is something else that she has to deal with. And then after she defeats the alien ship, she's driving away and she hears on the radio. um so-and-so is okay, but Houston is under attack and it's a crossroads and she has to make a decision and she decides to go towards Houston to help fight. So it's a callback to her story. Like she's not running away from her problems anymore. She's taking them head on. So that's why I think the story like ties together really well. And I don't mind the alien aspect. I think it's a cool little element. I hate that they called it Cloverfield, but like I said at the beginning, if they didn't call it Cloverfield, nobody would have seen it. Be honest with me. You haven't even watched this fucking third one. No, I haven't. That's what I said uh, when I gave it to you is I haven't seen the third one. I heard it's not good at all. You know how it's a sequel, bro? Because huh. it's in a fucking three pack together, bro. Right. That's how. <laughs> no, uh, so I enjoy it. I hate that it's called Cloverfield and it kind of like tries to tie in these alien things. But I think Cloverfield is just... I, honestly, man, they could have they could have literally just made the same movie, but you know, don't take that like they think it's biological warfare. Think it's biological warfare, and then the whole end of the movie, like you know, even if she doesn't get to take the mask off, even if the air is still toxic, like it's still a more grounded, better. I I don't know. I just felt like it was a better story. Yeah, because she still overcomes her fears. And, right. You no, know, I get it. To get free i just think the the alien thing is fun (laughs) no i mean don't get me wrong and i've always thought this like other than the alien and the predator movies like i would love a better alien versus human story Mm -hmm. you know because like all we get is stupid shit like aliens versus cowboys is one of the worst movies i've ever seen in my life dude Mm -hmm. like i can't believe that they talked harrison ford and daniel craig into doing that bullshit you know i almost had a movie set up for you i was gonna throw it out earlier but if you really want like an alien versus uh human movie i have one if it's not completely fucking shit bro actually i have two of them that i want to give you i mean it's not what you're looking for but it's an alien versus human uh maybe (laughs) oh no i'm gonna i'm gonna stay on track with what i got because i want to talk about it um oh the the little easter egg is whenever she climbs into the vent the first time to reset the power there's a piece of mail directed towards Sean Goodman's character. And it's from the company where he worked, the satellite company, Mm. the satellite company built the satellite that went into the ocean in the original Cloverfield. Mm. So it's kind of like the thing that ties them like together a little bit. Gotcha. Yeah. Because he's taught, he talks about, he worked on satellites Yeah. and in the original Cloverfield, there's a satellite that goes into the water that wakes up the Cloverfield monster. Mm. So, Oh, that movie was terrible. <laughs> uh, I will say this. I liked it. Like I said, I I, I didn't hate it. Um, 
Every, a lot of people say what you said. Like after John Goodman dies and she gets out, turn it off. Yeah. She, <laughs> did, you know what I mean? And it's just another thing. Like, like it was, I don't know. It was just a better movie. Like I rooted for her more as a character mm-hmm. when she was just trying to get free. When she, like she turned into a, a badass in five minutes at the end. Like she went from being a normal girl to John McClane <laughs> and Holy shit, she played John McClane's daughter. That's why she looks so damn familiar, dude. Right. <laughs> shit. That explains it, bro. She's, they should have named her McClane in this bitch, yeah. bro. Mm. That would have been funny. A nice little callback. <laughs> I personally enjoy the alien Lucy, aspect. Lucy McClane. Lucy McClane. Oh, and when she's driving off, what's the, the on the mailbox? 10 Cloverfield Lane. There you go. Um, so yeah. Yeah, I give it a six five. Six five? Damn, under a seven. Yeah, and that's only because of John Goodman it got the six five, dude. <laughs> so just like you said, bro, I just didn't really care about anything else after yeah, that. I didn't I wasn't sure. She did a good job. She was the point five. She point was five. the point five. <laughs> point five. <laughs> yeah, John got the six. She got the point five. Yeah. Um I enjoy this movie a lot. It's a, it's a recommended because it's just it shows how you can tell a story. I love those um, stories that restrict themselves, like the uh, the one with Ryan Reynolds buried. Well, that's why I love the original Saw so much. A simple plot is sometimes the best. Right. Uh, just two guys in a room. And that's why I love Cube so much, because right. it's just these a group of people in a room, and right. they're trying to get out. So it shows, it just, I love the restraint. Just three people dealing with their own conflicts, and then you throw in a little bit of Alien just to spice it up a little. You ever seen that movie 1408 with John Cusack? I love that movie. It's a good movie. I and love that that's, movie. That's the simple one, too. There's, what, three characters in that mm-hmm. movie? Four, maybe? Yeah. I, I really, really enjoy that. Yeah. Oh, Vacancy? You ever see that? Vacancy. I don't think so. It sounds oh, familiar. Luke Wilson and Kate Holmes? I don't think so. Is it Kate Holmes? Kate Beckinsale, my bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a horror movie. I worked at I got the I got the poster for that shit. It's a scary one, dude. Is it? I thought so. Anyways, oh, you can put it on the list and give it to me one day. I don't own it. Go uh, buy it. I'm um, sure it's out there. I got a re- special request. I don't ever ask you for movies, right? And I'm not asking you for a specific movie now. But as you know, my birthday is on Halloween. Okay. And I, you know, I don't like horror like at all. I don't like watching horror movies at all. Okay. For the episode of the week of my birthday, I want to do a horror movie. Okay. Like, you know, for Halloween or whatever. It could be our Halloween episode or whatever. That sounds fun. And you like horror enough that I want something bad, dude. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like not bad, bad, like shitty bad. Like I want a movie that's going to scare the fuck out of me. Like, that's going to, like, put, like, I can't go to sleep now. Thanks, Greg. Like, okay. That's what I want. That's your request. For my birthday, yeah. It's a horror movie. Okay. For that week, if it's your pick. I think it's your pick that week. I, don't I know. mean, we can just do it. But, yeah, I'll find something. That's, I'll find something. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? That's <laughs> yeah. what I want for my birthday. All right. To get the shit scared out of me. Sounds like a plan. Um. So... You brought over the movie that you wanted me to do next, and what is this? It's Push, dude. This looks awful. It's great. Chris Evans actually did something good before Captain America. Oh, yeah. You know why this movie, this is based off a comic book, you know why this movie didn't get a franchise? Why? Because it's not a DC or a Marvel movie. It's a Vertigo comic. 
Mm. Oh, so this is based off of a comic. Mm-hmm. Did not know that. I like that you got the blockbuster copy. I found it at the flea market, baby. That's a 50 cent special, dog. Right. And it's got a great cast, man. What is it about? Like, yeah, obviously. Uh, people have uh, their, they have, so certain people have, are born with powers and they can give it to their kids. But sometimes their kids can have different powers or different powers or stronger powers or whatever. Right. Well, there's ones that they can see the future. And that's Dakota Fanning's character. Mm-hmm. Her mother was one of the strongest telepaths there ever was. And the, they, some people say she's dead. Some people say she's being kept by the government and they're just sucking the future out of her. Oh, I miss her. And the, the, uh, the whole movie is set up that you, if you have these powers, you either work for the government and help find other people with mm-hmm. powers to either keep them or kill them. Or you are on the run and just trying to like, survive and chris evans uh his his mom or dad one of them was like a big time person too but anyways the strongest ones are supposed or be able to push okay they say you could be able to push stuff and like that's what it is it's like this i don't know it's like this telepathic pool. almost kind of and you can like you can do shit like i don't know but there's other people there's really cool shit like they have people that uh what i forget what they call them but they could smell they could smell like they could smell this bottle and they could see like where I've been like the last week, like everything I've touched, shit like that. I forget mm, what they call. I'm surprised I don't get more movies like this from you. And they have uh, they have people that like can scream at like supersonic fucking levels and like bust your fucking eardrums. Oh, like and, what's her name from uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah, yeah, cave your fucking head in type shit. Yeah. And uh, they got a lazy that can like fucking poison you by touching you. It's a bunch of cool shit in it. Right. Movie. Chris Evans does a good job, and uh, like I said, uh, what's her name? Dakota Fanning does a great mm-hmm. job, and uh, the dude, he's been in Thor, he's been in a bunch of stuff. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, my bad, not Thor. Oh, yeah. I forget his name. He's in Blood Diamond. Fuck, I love Blood Diamond. I don't know why I can't think of his name right now, but... Um, Jim and Hoosen? Yep. Hansu? No. It's, uh... Yep. Dijiman. Dijiman? Dijiman Hansu. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, he was also... He also plays the wizard in Shazam. Oh, does he really? He does. (laughs) Say my name so my power shall flow through you. (laughs) He's a great actor. What's your name? Shazam. <laughs> Shazam. Shazam. And I'm gonna, he says it. It's pretty nice. cool. I have been recently getting into screenwriting and um learning how to write, you know, screenwriting and stuff like that and picking apart movies. And I want to get a little bit more technical on the way I do the podcast and try to pick out more technical things mm-hmm. about reviewing the podcast so i'm excited too this is gonna be my first one that i'm gonna try it on so right. we'll see i didn't have enough time to really do 10 cloverfield lane but you know it's a pretty simple plot in 10 cloverfield lane so push is gonna be my homework assignment to do some like technical like i said i think it's a, it's a fun action movie type of deal right uh it does get dark at sometimes like um 
I thought it was great. I saw it in theaters. I I heard a, I I actually remember uh, the trailer to this movie because I'm like that looks awful but fun at the same time. When it first came, when it when I first saw it, I thought, man, this movie's gonna get two, three of these things because Chris Evans was young, good mm-hmm. looking dude. I'm thinking him and Dakota Fanning, like they're gonna. Psh- We'll be watching. We'll be watching Push Four. You know, I'll be taking my kids to see Push Four, and it's never some some things get like that. Like uh, I did that for Narnia. It's like or John no, no, no. Carter. Like the, he dumped all that money into it. I know, right? Shit. And the Golden Compass. I really enjoyed the Golden Compass, and I'm like, I can't wait for the franchise. Never made another one. That was a movie I thought was gonna suck really bad, but I actually enjoyed it. Same. I had a poster for it at one time. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. nice. But yeah, I I actually do enjoy this movie, so I hope you like it. Oh, I'm sure. It it sounds like a good time. So I usually don't do this. I kind of wait till I watch your movie to kind of predict what I'm gonna give you next. But I wanted to go ahead and just give you yours early. Okay. Nocturnal animals. We keep I keep talking about doing this one. Yeah, you have mentioned it a couple times. I know, but I never get around to doing it because I get sidetracked. But I want to do this one because I want to okay. talk about this movie. It's Jake Gyllenhaal, my boy, and then Amy Adams. I love Baby Adams. Yeah. And I love Jake Gyllenhaal. And it's a good revenge story. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and give it to you so you have two weeks to watch it whenever you want. Can't be any worse than the Spider movie. <laughs> what was that called again? Enemy. Oh, yeah. Spider movie. That movie's my fucking enemy. <laughs> that movie. You know what's funny is I've been talking, I've been thinking about like my favorite movies. Enemy is top five, probably top three mo- favorite movies of all time. Really? Yeah. Who hurt you? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love that movie. <coughs> oh, sorry. Do you want your present? I do. Do you have one? I do have a present for you. What? So it is unhinged. Nick, I mean, uh, Mick brought this up in his episode and I heard a couple of other people talk about it and it was at Walmart for 10 bucks for the Blu-ray. Really? Yeah. Thank you, man. So I bought it. I watched it. I hated it. And I'm giving it to you. Did you? (laughs) Okay. So. I love Russell though. You will probably really enjoy this movie. You'll probably have a good time with it. It's not my cup of tea. I, I love Russell's performance. He's amazing in this. It's just the story was very meh to me. So whatever. You mean to tell you the story? Well, I remember when I saw the trailer for it, I was like, it doesn't look like there's some like big like secret thing. Like, oh no. It, it's just one this of those lady, things. This lady honks her horn at him and he spends the rest of the movie trying to kill her. That's what I figured. That's yeah. the movie. So it's not my cup of tea. So you will get more enjoyment out of having it. I have the digital copy if I ever really want to watch it again. So yeah, you can have that. <laughs> so Mick didn't give you a good recommendation. No, Mick has saying? been slipping. <laughs> <laughs> But, you know, I figured you would have a good time watching it, so. I appreciate it, bro. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, I'm glad you like The Gambler. I love The Gambler. Have you watched it again? I probably will soon. You should. Yeah. I, I, had, a, I had a good time deconstructing it on the podcast, talking about it. and I was glad I picked it. I don't know what. Like, I've been wanting to give it to you for a while. And just, like. You know, we took the break and then all that. And then for just some reason, like, I was just like, you know, I never did give him that fucking movie. Yeah. So I'm glad I did, though. Me too. I'm glad you bought it for me so I have it so I can watch it whenever. Well, I wanted to do something nice for you, man. Your birthday came up. I appreciate it. And it was the wrong day. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> you know. All good. Um, 
how is the do you have any hauls that you did i did man but i tell you what you know what happened it was crazy i didn't put it on tiktok because it was thursday my day off yeah and me and my wife went out and had like the most amazing day together dude that's beautiful we went to lunch and we went to ollie's which is like one of my favorite places to go Mm -hmm. and we bought a bunch of fucking cereal like the, cereal yeah but like ollie sells like like uh these crazy brands like these not crazy brands but like flavors of shit like special edition boxes and stuff yeah that you can't like get everywhere i seen the uh boo berries and count chocula every yeah. once in a while like the old retro boxes right. those are super cool well these will be like uh like i bought chocolate frosted flakes there Oh, you I know, see. Shit like that. It's like shit that you like flavors you wouldn't normally see. Right. Uh, we got Spar Spangled Banner Captain Crunch right now. I don't know what that tastes like. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> so uh, that's where the whole like you didn't even need a bowl of cereal this morning came from. Yeah, exactly. You walked in, you're like, I didn't even have a bowl of cereal. Like I was like, that, <laughs> that's a random reference, but now it makes sense. Well, we went, we had lunch, and like I said, it was just a great day. My kids were at school, and we had a great day. And I bought so much shit, like <laughs> not just cereal. Yeah, uh, I bought. Uh, I don't know. I want to give it all away because in case somebody, because I'm making a TikTok about it today. But the TikTok will come out before this does. So, but yeah, if you want to go see it, go watch his TikTok. There you Part go. of the collector. But yeah, well, I got some cool stuff, but uh, no movies yet. Uh, the last haul that I did on TikTok, it had a bunch of movies in it right. that I got. But you were with me, mm-hmm. so you know those movies. I do. Batmobile was a big hit. I like. Yeah. I love the Batmobile. I'm glad you got it. I gotta get a new shelf so I can put that and my other Ben Affleck Batmobile up there. <laughs> I have four Batmobiles. They are all they're all iconic in their own way, dude. And that's what I'm saying, bro. I gotta get the Val Kilmer, mm-hmm. and I gotta get the Keaton and the Adam West. I think the uh, the Tim Burton Batman Batmobile is probably my favorite. Oh, it's my favorite too. If it's I could just had the, the money, looking. I don't know, man, because the forever one is so cool because it looks like a skeleton. <laughs> it's so dope. Yeah. It it and was the, Tim Burton's design. Right. That was like one of the only things they left in it from from what he wanted to do in the third mm, one. That makes sense. Yeah. And the Tumblr is iconic, but it's not it's more practical than it is. It was cool. Yeah. That like we had never seen anything. Like when you think of the Batmobile, you always picture like a fucking tank. Mm-hmm. It gave you the tank. Yeah, you exactly. I mean? It's an actual tank. And this one like shoot fucking jumps across rooftops and shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> right. it was cool as fuck. Yeah. <clears throat> but uh I love the Ben Affleck one. I think it's a dope ass Batmobile. It's like right. this big gothic behemoth, you know, mm-hmm. like you would never be able to drive that bitch on a street. <laughs> It looks wide as a semi truck. Yeah, you know, it looks like it weighs a million and one pounds. That's the, the the good thing about Batman is you can keep reinventing him visually, dude. At the end of the Snyder Cut, when it shows him standing in the Dark Knight Returns tank, bro, mm-hmm. I need that in a fucking movie, bro. <laughs> I need to see him running over parademons in that bitch. Like, <laughs> I need that. Like, yeah, it doesn't have to be Ben Affleck Batman. It could be any Batman. Yeah, but, like I need to see that. I'm curious what the new one's going to be like. I think it's going to be good, bro. Yeah. It looks like they're taking Batmobile. Dude, have you not seen it? I don't think so. Was it in the trailer? It looks like a fucking Ferrari, son. Uh, It's insane. Nice. I'll have to check it It out. It looks so sleek up front and then at back, bro. It just looks like a fucking jet engine on that bitch. (laughs) It shows him firing it up. I have the Hot Wheel for it. I'll send you already. Yeah, I bought two. One to open and one to keep. I'll send you a picture. I got it. It's in the trailer. 
Is you, it? you see him fire that bitch up in the Batcave. It looks so dope. Dude. I'll have to I'll have to rewatch it because I don't remember it. It's it's oh, it's simple. I do remember it's now. It's simple though. It looks like a Mad Max type of Batmobile. Yes, like, yes I do remember that. He's just starting now. off type of deal. Right. Yeah. I like I said. I think old boy can act. I think Pattinson can act, right. and it looks like they're gonna put a real good cast around him. And they're dumping a shit ton of money into it. And I think Matt Reeves has got a good angle. Like he said that in the past, like they've just tried to make Batman this like this bad motherfucker that's just gonna fuck you up. Mm-hmm. He's like they get away from the from the detective. He's the world's greatest detective. So in this one, it's gonna be more of like a cat and mouse. Him trying to catch the Riddler. Right. And the Riddler is more like and the Riddler, sinister than exactly. He's, he's not, not a cartoon character. He's not like Jim Carrey played him. Right. He's the opposite. He's going to be like the Heath Ledger, you know, one. Like, I'm excited for whenever it does come out. I think it's supposed to be next year. <laughs> yeah, that's been the case for a couple of years now. But I did a little bit of a haul. I finally got my movies in and I'm glad they all came in before because I spent a pretty penny on these. Talk about that. But right. So show me what you got. I bought a couple of movies from uh, Arrow. Actually, I bought them from Diabolic DVD, and then they gave me a credit for $5. And if you're going to give me a credit, I'm going to keep buying. So I use that credit to buy Reanimator. Would it cover the tax? <laughs> the shipping. Shipping. Yeah. And so I, I seen this one a lot. People keep posting about it. I've never seen it. It's a I haven't either, but... HP Lovecraft adaptation. Mm. So I'm excited to watch Reanimator. It looks, it's, it looks fun. Isn't that your boy that directs that? H. Who? No, I don't think so. A and Lynch? Mm-mm. Oh, no, this is not Lynch. But regardless, I'm excited to watch it. Cool. <clears throat> but these two are the ones that I... I actually went on the website to buy this one originally is uh, the 4K Suspiria, which is an old Italian horror movie. It's right up my alley i don't think i'm gonna give it to you on the podcast and if i do it's because you gave me a really shitty movie because this is like art house horror did i speak in italian uh yeah that's cool so i like the way italian sounds (laughs) but yeah so i bought this one 4k and i'm excited to watch that it was expensive and then i was on the website and i'm like i might as well get my fucking special edition or limited edition Donnie Darko set. I think I I saw that one. I finally have it. Yeah, you did. Cause you're like, I like the quality cause yeah, Arrow video does really good quality. And I wanted to get this before they all sold out and they started ripping off or uh, jacking up the price on it too crazy. So yeah, it's Donnie Darko 4k with the booklet, you know, the whole shebang. I love Donnie Darko. Of course, it came out when I was in high school, so it was like all the goth kids' like favorite movie, <laughs> go-to movie. But it is a really good movie. It's a weird fucking movie. It is a weird, but in the best way possible. It really opened my eyes to that kind, that genre of like movie making. Yeah, yeah, the just crazy out there makes you think kind of movies. Right. So yeah, I got the. I got that and I'm excited because I, like I said in the past episode, I ordered, I tried to order it off Amazon and they sent me just a fucking, just the disc without all the other stuff. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why are you giving me huge shit? Can you send me the new thing? So I, I had will, to send it back. I will find you. <laughs> so I will go to the Amazon warehouse and beat the selectors ass. Whoever did this to me. So I had to send it back to Amazon and ended up just ordering it from diabolic DVD and they sent me what I wanted. So 
Well, next week we're doing Unhinged, so. No, we're not. <laughs> <laughs> you you probably, loved it so much, you're going to watch it again. You probably will put it on the list eventually. <laughs> if I've already, if I already know you've seen it and you don't like it, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. But I will. Actually, this one's staying with you. Yeah. I have to, I have to keep one of those. Yeah. This one's staying with you. <laughs> But, but that's all I got. That's awesome, though, man. I look forward to uh, showing you. Like, once we stop doing this, I'll tell you what I got. You know, I will. But, mm-hmm. yeah. And, uh, for the 10, 15 people that actually want to see that on TikTok, I don't want to ruin it for them. Right. So. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. It's been a good week. I'm looking forward to this week. Yeah, you have the whole week off. Yeah, we got some things cooking. We got some things cooking, Greg. Yep. I'll, uh, sh- another shout out to Mick, man. Great episode having him last week, man. Mm-hmm. I loved that. I really did. Yeah, I love having Mick on. It's uh, it's nice to have someone else to bounce ideas off of. Just the way you two uh, interact and like, I had a blast hanging out. Not only doing the episode, but like when we went and ate and stuff. Like, you two together are hilarious, man. Like, mm-hmm. I really think y'all should look into doing something together. Like, yeah, at some point he's one of those guys that I I feel comfortable with, so I can bust his fucking balls and not worry about right. he's gonna get his feelings hurt because right. he knows I'm just fucking with him. Right, right, right. Like his, own. <laughs> that's good though, dude. Right. Because I was just thinking about what he said. What he said when we were out. He's like thinking about getting dessert. I'm gonna be bad. Oh, you're bad. Oh, you're bad. <laughs> Shit like that. Yeah, he's a cool dude. And I keep telling him, like, he needs to do his own thing because he has a personality. Like, That's what he, I said. He has such a personality that he would be do- great doing his own thing. He would. Yeah. He, uh, he is a great guy, man, and I, I'm rooting for him. He's, right. He's we are shit. in talks of maybe doing, like, a music slash metal podcast, maybe. YouTube. I think that would be great for y'all, man. Yeah, he's working on getting some equipment. And maybe we'll start something up because it would be a lot of fun. And I've always been in the metal world, so it'd be cool to just like get dude, back into that. If it comes down to it, bro, just have him come over here. Mm. Well, I mean, you got stuff going on too, but yeah, I don't know. I hope y'all figure something out for you. I'm sure we will. But uh, but it's hard to juggle like doing our thing and nah, then starting up something else and then having it. a date uh, uh, a nine to five. It's hard to squeeze all that in there. And and I'm starting to work on the screenwriting thing, so that's taking up a lot of my mental energy. Right. But it serves the podcast, so I enjoy doing it. And then he's got a kid on top of it. So exactly. Life gets in the way sometimes. Life does get in the way, and there's not enough hours in the day. If this all we did all day was just sit around and get to be creative, that would be the greatest. Is a, that's the that's the dream, right? Exactly. That's what we're working towards one day, Gregory. <laughs> that's what we're working towards. One day, but... Until now, we have to settle with what we have. Until then, you just have to look forward to next week's episode, guys. <laughs> right. You want to end it? <laughs> <laughs> that's why I set that up. I was like, oh my God, that's the best way to go out, dude. And I know. You I, just left looked you, at me. I left you hanging. I was like, dude, are you going to say later? Nothing, dude. Nah. Left me on street, dude. Nah. Next week, it's going to be push. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>